What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today on a sunny and beautiful day outside. It is Sunday, April 14th, and the NBA playoffs are taking place today again. Um, it's the first round, obviously. The first game of the day, we had the fifth-seeded Pacers take on the fourth-seeded Celtics. The Celtics won by a score of 1084 to 74, and the stats went like this. For the Pacers, Thaddeus Young scored seven points, six assists, four rebounds, five steals, one block. Bogdanovich had 12 points, one assist, two rebounds, two steals. Miles Turner scored five points, two assists, eight rebounds, one block. Um, Darren Collison, shout out to him. He's from Ranch Cucamonga, the same city that I'm from. Shout out to the 909. Scored six points, five assists, one rebound. Wesley Matthews had eight points, one assist, one rebound, one steal, one block. DeMontis Sabonis scored seven points, three assists, nine rebounds. Tyreek Evans scored eight points, one assist, six rebounds, one block. And Corey Joseph rounded out their stat sheet with 14 points, one assist, and two rebounds. For the Celtics, Jason Tatum scored 15 points, three rebounds, two steals, one block. Al Horford scored 10 points, five assists, 11 rebounds, one steal. Aaron Baines scored two points, nine rebounds, one block. Kyrie Irving scored 20 points, two assist, or seven assists, excuse me, five rebounds, two steals. Um, and Jalen Brown scored two points, five rebounds, one steal. Marcus Morris had a big-time game off the bench, scoring 20 points, seven rebounds. And then Gordon Hayward scored 10 points, four assists, seven rebounds, two steals. And Terry Rozier rounded out the Boston Celtics stat sheet with five points, two assists, and five rebounds. Now, this game was pretty much dominated by the Celtics in every which way. The first quarter, it started off pretty good looking for the Pacers. I'll say Miles Turner came out and scored a a little mid-range jumper, and he was quiet after that. Um, Kyrie was hot early. He had a big-time three. Um scoring and contributing in every way he could for the Celtics offense but the turnovers really killed him in the first quarter and the Pacers made him pay for it with a couple big time transition buckets and fast break points Um, Thaddeus Young played really bad for the Pacers as a starter especially not having Oladipo and you know he did not come out playing really well today it wasn't one of his best games today I shall say Wesley Matthews did play pretty good for the Pacers though he came out had two threes the Celtics rotations on defense were very off though they're missing Marcus Smart with some type of injury I forgot what the exact injury is but they're saying he's going to be out for at least four to six weeks and yeah he's a big time piece but one player doesn't make a, a team defense good it's all five players contributing at one common time for a common goal and their rotations are just off. I don't know what it was, but they were very bad at rotating on defense in the in the first quarter and a little bit of the second quarter, I shall say. But um, Kyrie played. Kyrie's defense has gotten a lot better, I shall say. Yes, Marcus Smart is out, but. Kyrie played very good defense today. I give Kyrie a lot of credit. He really played his butt off on the defensive end. He was really sitting down in his stance and forcing turnovers. So shout out to Kyrie because that's not what he's known for at all. But Marcus Morris came off the bench for the Celtics too and gave them a big lift. Like I said, he scored 20 points, but he came in and had a quick five points easy off the bench. And then DeMontis Sabonis for the Pacers played really well. 
um, getting a couple post touches, post touches and scoring, and a couple screen drives and finishes. And then at the end of the first quarter, it was tied 20 to 20. In the second quarter, the Celtics' offense was struggling. It got very stagnant. They were not moving the ball at all. It was a lot of isolation ball when Kyrie got out the game. And then they were turning over the ball, and the Pacers made them pay still. Um, Darren Collison and Thaddeus Young, two starters, picked up their third fouls each in that second quarter, and that kind of hurt up the rotation for the Pacers and Nate McMillan. But Corey Joseph played really, really well. Um, being a vet in this league from Texas and went to Finley Prep, played really, really well off the bench today. I think he was their leading scorer today. Only 14 points, which is crazy for a leading scorer, but he played pretty good for the most part. Um, Gordon Hayward started to play really well in that second quarter, too. He had a couple of jumpers, a couple of buckets in that second quarter. And then the Pacers were leading 45 to 38 at halftime. And the Celtics shot 27% in the second quarter. So they played very bad. In the third quarter, in the second half in general, the Pacers played terrible. And the Celtics played like Boston Celtics brand of basketball. They played very good on the defensive end of the floor. They definitely stepped it up by double team. Um, they started to double team the post a lot. A lot. Of, I noticed a lot of teams are doing that uh, in the in the league now. I don't know what it is. I don't know if p- teams are struggling guarding post players one on one. But I seen the Spurs did it last night. The Nuggets did it a couple times. Who else did it? Um, I forgot somebody else did it yesterday in yesterday's games too. But I don't know. I, don't, I guess people just don't know how to guard the post anymore in the NBA. But it is what it is. Um, but Boston's defense really stepped up. Like I said, Kyrie was playing his out of his mind. But as a team, they all stepped up. They were forcing turnovers, and the and they they stepped up the pressure a lot. And the Pacers just didn't react to it in a good way. And then Kyrie got going, and then the Celtics went on a 15 to one run, and they were getting out on offense on transition offense, and the Pacers just didn't know what to do. The Pacers got it going. No, the Pacers got their first field goal with three minutes left in the third quarter. They didn't score a field goal for nine minutes in the third quarter. All they did was get to the free throw line once. They ended up scoring eight total points in the third quarter, and they went two of 19 shooting and five turnovers. And then Terry Rozier got going to Terry Rozier had a big time three to end the third quarter on it. And then the Celtics ended the third quarter on a 26 to eight run. Let me repeat that 26 to eight run. And then the Celtics were only up 64 to 11. I mean, 64 to 53 an 11 point lead. But think about that. The Celtics went up on a 26 to eight run. And the Pacers were still only down 11. You could have been down way worse. But the Pacers' offense was just bad. And then the fourth quarter, Al Horford was just a difference maker. He was doing everything. He was blocking shots. He was coming up with loose balls. He was getting rebounds. He was hitting jumpers. And then that man from St. Louis, shout out to the Lou, Jason Tatum, got cooking. He had a big-time um, transition three off of Kyrie, left-handed pass that was nice. He just caught it, spotted up over, I believe, Wesley Matthews and drained it. He had some mid-range pull-ups and Jason just has an all-around pro game like he's a pro like he's a bona fide pro ever since I seen him in high school I knew Jason Tatum was going to be a pro and he just proved that again today and he was cooking like literally he was barbecue chicken as Shaq would say and he, he you know he closed out the game for the Celtics in a pretty good manner um 
some team stats. The Celtics outscored the Pacers 46-29 to in the second half. So Nate McMillan and the Pacers are going to have to look in the mirror and do some reflection for game two, which is going to be played on Wednesday, um, for those of you that don't know. Um, the Pacers shot 6 of 27 from three, which is only 22%. So... I mean, you know, not having your best player, your all-star player, and Victor Oladipo is going to take some something away from you, but they're used to not having Oladipo. He's been out for a minute now. They're going to have to find, you know, multiple ways to score. They're going to have to learn that ball movement is going to be the key for them to win games in this series if they want to win this series, which I'm pretty sure they want to do. Um, the Celtics shot 10 of 28 from three, which is 35%. And then the Pacers shot 12 of 21 from the free throw line, which is 51%, or, or 57%, excuse me. They're going to have to get better at that, too. Um, missing free throws, especially on a, in, a, in a, excuse me, missing free throws in away games is costly. You have to be able to make your free throws in the other team's environment because free throws are just important, period. But when you're not home, when you're away, you need your free throws because you're not going to get any easy buckets. The refs really don't want to give you any calls, so you got to make them pay at the free throw line. The Celtics shot 18 to 22, which is good as a team, 81%, only missing four free throws. The Celtics out-rebounded the Pacers 55 to 42. They were plus 13 on the boards that's big time the Celtics I mean if they want to win I mean if they're trying to win this series then they're gonna have to keep doing that and the Pacers are just gonna have to box out and you know hustle harder because Celtics really just outplayed them it was simple as that in all honesty both teams had eight steals and then the Celtics had 24 fast break points compared to the Pacers only had 14 so Man, like I said, the Celtics just dominated in every which way they could today. The Pacers, hopefully, it was just a game one that they can experience that you take away the good from it. You, obviously, you take away the bad from it, too. You got to look at how you, the different ways you were scoring. You got to look at where y'all struggled at and what made y'all struggle. Get back to the lab, work on it, get ready for Wednesday. You got a couple days off. You got to look in the mirror, man, and just change some things. So with all that being said, man, thank you guys. Thank all my listeners for tuning in. I appreciate you guys from the bottom my heart keep grinding keep working at whatever y'all doing you guys are blessed if you're listening to this even if you're not listening to it which i guess i you won't be able to hear you're still blessed so with all that being said man please like comment subscribe rate review and share as always this has been another edition of the kevo bands Hoops podcast y'all have a great one one love and peace